The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Nobody might ever tour again is, is, is clearer definition. Who knows what the model will be going forward? And today, there isn't even a conversation about how that would take place. And that's me talking to you as a guy that plays all these buildings talking to managers and agents and there is no plan none i'm confident they'll think of something with time for me drive-in movie theaters is not it that is the voice of John Bon Jovi saying, hey, you know what? Uh, no one's even talking about getting back on the road, trying to figure out how it could even be done. I mean, maybe somewhere down the road. And, uh, you know, one of the challenges, and I touched on it with Eric, is that... Um, you know, it, it is trying to get people confident in coming back to venues. For those people who work directly in the industry, obviously uh, the impact has been real and profound. Land Cooley owns uh, Loudmouth Communications. It's an agency that works primarily in the live entertainment business. She works with festivals across the country, including Big Valley, Sunfest on Vancouver Island, and Country Thunder. She's also a writer for Todayville.com uh, and recently penned an art- article titled, uh, Your Event has been cancelled. She joins us now. Alan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jalen. All right. Both jobs of yours came together for this article. How difficult was it to write something so very close to your heart? It was hard, I won't lie. I did the interviews about five months ago when we first got shut down, and I realized very quickly that I was too close to the entire situation to write it objectively because it was my colleagues, but it was also me too. I had, mm-hmm. um, you know, eight events on the books all slated to be executed uh, and we were ready to roll when the pandemic hit and we were shut down by, you know, government order. We we were mm-hmm. told we couldn't operate large events. So it was, was hard. It took me a while to just get through that process of feeling, I guess, grief and loss for, you know, my own livelihood, let alone the livelihoods of everyone that I work with. And, you know, after I had that moment, I then tried to sit down and write something that I thought would have some impact. How are people managing to get through this, Alan? I mean, you know, I mean, people who depend on live entertainment um, for their livelihood, I mean, you know, where are they finding work? What are they doing? Well, the exciting thing is that these are the trailblazers and mavericks that, you know, take their entrepreneurial spirit out into the world. I may disagree with Mr. Bon Jovi to say that, you know, there are lots <laughs> of conversations happening, to be honest with you. We're all looking at ways to bring live music back in whatever configuration and model will be successful and safe. So there's lots of different conversations. And even with my colleagues in Alberta, we are looking at the, you know, down the road, how can we be a part of the solution? How can we have protocols in place? How can we reimagine things? And I'm, to be honest, I, I'm having conversations in Florida to see if we mm. can use their winter months where they have favorable weather to try some of the ideas out. So there's stuff happening and that's the optimism. So, Ilan, then if, you know, would you be willing to share a little bit of, you know, what would need to be put in place? What would need to happen to, to get things moving again? Well, I I wish I had a crystal ball in all the answers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I certainly don't have all of those things or the, you know, the foresight. We know that we want everyone to be safe and we want everybody to be comfortable. There's lots of different scenarios where, you know, if we could maintain proper distancing that, you know, we feel 
that we have the the ability to do that as an industry but when with my industry that i work in we're talking you know 15 to 20,000 people in a venue which is probably why why john bon jovi feels a bit more pessimistic because he's not going to go play the drive ups and he's not going to go play <laughs> a club he's he's talking stadium tours and when is that yeah. safe that that's probably that we know we're the last ones back we were the first ones to go dark and now we're likely the last back because we are the ultimate mass gathering for sport and entertainment we have to make sure bringing large groups of people together is safe yeah, without a doubt. So, you know, with it was fascinating to read uh, your article because we know that there are people who are who are adapting, who are trying to figure out. I, I bring up, you know, Brett Kissel, mm-hmm. who did, you know, the drive-in theater. I look at, uh, you know, the gang over at production world, John Beckett and the crew over there, and what they're doing uh, in their facilities to to try to uh, capture on the fact that okay, well, a lot of these events have turned virtual. I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot of things that are that are still happening, but for the, you know, the everyday touring performer who aren't you know John Bon Jovi for yeah. example I mean it's it's pretty tough and so they're, they they yeah. look for for other ways to uh, to survive right now what what would you say what are you hearing from them that would be the best way to help them out well the reality with the the industry is it's a lot deeper than most people think I mean we're talking promoters ticketing agencies agents uh, promoters artists people like me who do marketing so there's a lot of people you know one of my colleagues the photographer brought up the guy with a um you know with acres full of porta potties that didn't get sent out for mm. rental this summer there's a lot of implication for small businesses and community-minded businesses we're all people in the community but you know everyone we all need to rethink it and try to be innovative and optimistic as much as we can but it really does somewhat come down to supporting our local economy and the people that you uh, that you know and that you look up to with the artists the things that i was being told is that the streaming streaming industry doesn't support their livelihood very well so you know they want you to buy their music from them and buy merchandise from them and share their posts and and music so that it's a stream to them um you know some of the churches are hiring the production world to do retrofitting for for even services and funerals and and celebrations so there's there's ways of looking at how to take the things that we do and do different things with them Um, unfortunately we are at a bit of a standstill so it's going to be hard we're we're all going to be fighting for survival as we like take stock of a truly evolving situation we can't predict uh, the length of or really the the outcome of so it's tough it's definitely tough it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, looks a year from now, six months, a year from now, two years from now, Ilan. Yeah. Thanks. We're all out of time. I, I want to thank you for checking in this Very afternoon. Welcome. I appreciate it very much, Ilan Cooley. You can write it, read her articles at todayville.com. Uh, Ilan also uh, working with, uh, she owns uh, Loudmouth Communications, uh, a business that works in the live entertainment industry. We'll-